0: Welcome back, everybody, the Phenomenal Fan... Nope, the Between the Stitches podcast, part of the Phenomenal Fan Media Group. My name is Ryan. His name is Jared. A couple of former college baseball players coming at you with, you know, just mediocre takes about baseball because that's what we like to do best. We've had a pretty, pretty eventful last few days between episodes. The standings have shifted around a little bit to the point where starting to look a little bit more normal, We've talked about the baseballs being inconsistent before, but what we're going to talk about is truly remarkable in a specific example about the baseballs and their inconsistent performance. We have teams throwing no-hitters and losing, and we have guys intentionally balking runners around the bases, and we'll get into all of it, but we appreciate you guys tuning in to episode number 14 Welcome to Between the Stitches,
1: part of the phenomenal fan media group. Two former college teammates talking about what they know best, baseball.
0: Baseball is firing on all cylinders. We are coming to you live on May 18th, 2022, the baseball's calendar has 15 games going on today on this beautiful Wednesday, some of which are about to end, some of which aren't even close to starting. It's be- Some of them have already been finished. A couple teams have already played a few games today. And, you know, Jared, things are starting to happen that are really – Setting this season apart from every other season. A lot of different variables, moving parts, pieces of, I guess, news, if you will. I don't know, Jared. You tell me. I think this season so far in baseball has been exciting. But for as much interest that there's been with the -the on-the-field stuff... There seems to be as much going on like not with the actual game with the baseballs being inconsistent and shitty and the lockout and injuries and just a lot of stuff that's put a little bit of a a damper on the game so far. And the first topic we were going to get into is was the balls. But what uh, I don't know, Jerry, what's your feel on it? I feel like it's. It's been a good year. It's been fun right. so far. It's only been, what, six or seven weeks? Not even, probably, like, five or six weeks, but just kind of, eh, you know? Like, not great, not bad. Let's, let's get a little bit more of the actual baseball entertainment aspect instead of, like, oh, that ball didn't yeah. go out yeah. or that ball didn't. Yeah, or, like,
1: no, or like shit with, like, uh, like Madison Bumgarner's
0: glove and, like, just, like,
1: shit that's, like, not part of the actual game, you know? Um
0: be yeah, like umpires being shitty. It's, it's
1: different. It's just a different it's just a different game right now than it used to be. You know, you have you juiced the balls a couple of years ago and then you're like you're trying to make up for it, but like still implement it somehow. And it's just like fucking obvious because you can't have like super microscoped statistics with um what is the tracker called?
0: Statcast or whatever or like
1: Yeah, stat cast. You can't have you can't have like stat cast tracking shit
0: and then think you're going to get away try with it like yeah. trying to
1: get yeah, in yeah, and then try to be telling us like like we're we're able to tell the, the spin rate on a ball coming off the bat the launch angle and how fast it's coming off and and all that shit so it's like you can't really get away with it like i think that's like we've discussed that on the show before because what they did is they just like they have three different baseballs and they're just like randomly mixing them in that way like it's like it'll be the show it's like the random number generator and you get a when you get, when you have like a a good good home run or a you know, and then that you were perfect, perfect. Yeah. Doesn't go out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of feels like that in a way it's like, it's like, that's what they're trying to create out of it and to, because they don't want it to be completely dead, but they also, um, don't want to have obvious. They were losing the luster of the home run a couple of years ago because there's just so many happening. It felt like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a different game. You got umpires talking like NFL referees. You got all the shit going on on off the field. Um, Interesting. So it's a weird state of the league, but still been, yeah, still, like you said, it's been, it's still been entertaining. I've still enjoyed watching the game so far. And, yeah. Uh, still playing, it's still playing like, like pretty true. There's just games that, there's just games that they just, that they just seem like they're off. And it's not necessarily the player's fault. So, uh
0: correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh before we get into the baseball itself, we always like to go through the standings. It's been a little less than a week I think since our last episode and the ch- the standings haven't changed a lot. There's been a couple shifts that we sort of predicted. The Yankees are still up in the top. The Yankees are the only team in baseball right now that don't have double digit losses. 27 and 9. They're two get two wins away from being 20 games over 500 in less than 40 games total. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Good for the Yankees. They've played good baseball. Tampa Bay by the way, Jared, no slouch. 23 and 15 from Tampa Bay this year. Once again, a bunch of fucking nobodies that they aren't paying any money to, and they are shitting on everybody. I don't want to say nobody because everybody knows who Wander Franco is, Corey Kluber, uh, Brandon. Le- like, we know who the guys are. But if you are to put the Rays versus the Blue Jays and say, where would these teams or the be? Or the Red Sox? Where would they rank? Where would they all be as far as record goes? One, two, or three? 38 games into the season and I would say well Toronto would probably be first and then Boston probably second Tampa Bay probably close and they'd probably all over be be all over 500 but certainly not seeing Tampa Bay in second place with tied for the second best record in baseball so actually not yeah, baseball uh... not baseball second best record in the in, uh, in the American League but yeah anyways. Rays are well, weird.
1: Yeah, the Razor the Rays are weird in that division. That's like that that's such a uh, it is it is weird. It's like it's an inverse. It's like you really would think the Red Sox would be where the uh where the Rays are and the Rays would be where the Red Sox are. Or like, you know, the Red Sox are actually underperforming what the Rays would should perform like. Just because of their history. But if you were to guess by looking at the lineups and the and the way that we predicted it too yeah who knew good division yankees yankees it just seems like their star players they're just playing like stars kind of
0: <laughs> like they're not they're not playing like stars you know, jared they're playing out of their fucking mind they have like four dudes with double digit home runs already like it's it's kind of yeah, ridiculous
1: rem- just kind of like it just reminds me of like it's just like when you look at that team as well it's like yeah they should be really good if they like Of course play. But like you know, like Judge Judge and Stanton are uh, are playing really well.
0: Judge has f- Judge has fourteen jacks. Rizzo has ten jacks. Giancarlo has ten jacks. They are smashing the ball. They're also, by the way, Jared just dominating on the mound. Dominating. They have yeah. The
1: Nestor, lowest... Nestor, Nestor Cortez is like really. That's a guy that I like. I don't know when I watched Nestor Cortez like before. I never really took him all that seriously. He's kind of got that goofy johnny cueto bullshit going on we're stopping and pausing and yeah oh yeah and it's like i didn't i didn't really expect him to be just fucking lights out but he is throwing hitters off right now
0: did they have the leagues they have the best era as a team in the league two seven six
1: as 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 really good as a team as we shit on them and yeah and and as we shit on them about their hitting like being able to hit at their yard even more impressive and even a bigger tip of the cap to their pitching staff right now for playing half of their games in that Yankee stadium and keeping and maintaining such a low yard ER. and so I'm like you know what we'll give credit where credits due. a hundred percent credits a hundred
0: percent they deserve all the credit I mean I listen, I never have a problem with the Yankees being good. a lot of people just hate it because they're the like, Yankees, fuck the Yankees. I don't have a problem i the Yankees haven't done anything to me, so I don't really give a shit. It's more so the Dodgers because the Dodgers. Are all literally every player in that team is a fucking worthless piece of shit, and I hate them. That's different, okay? That's different than the Yankees. But the point is, the Yankees have been throwing it, they've been smashing the ball. That's why they're 27 and nine, Jared. Bottom line, that's why they're 27 and nine. So, Yankees in first in the East, Tampa Bay's in second place, five games back, but they're 23 and 15. Minnesota, dude, still hanging on in the Central, 21 and 16. White Sox not playing great and we'll get into that here in a little bit too but 18 and 18 for the white Sox, astros 24 and 13 have officially surpassed the angels in the al west they're a game above the angels angels still look good but fuck man the astros 8 and 2 in their last 10 plus 46 run differential that is really good moving on to the national league the mets six game lead over the the east Anybody in the East. By the way, Jared, don't look. Who is second place in the National League East right now? 36, 37 games in. Who's in second place? National League East. Don't look. Don't yeah. look. Take yeah. a guess. Take a guess. You know the teams. I don't
2: know.
1: What are...
0: Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. I want I'm you to guess. Looking.
1: I'm not looking. I, no, I have. I, I'm literally, I literally just the division does have the standings. The. <laughs>
0: Well, now you saw it.
1: No, the Phillies.
0: No, Phillies are in second. No, the
1: Phillies haven't been playing that well. Well, so it's got to be. Well, then it's got to be the, Bra- the Braves, Phillies, and the Mets.
0: So the division Nationals consists of. of so, it's Nationals, yeah, so it's the Phillies, Mar- 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 yeah. Braves, Mets, Marlins. Which team's in second place?
1: Well, I mean, just if it's such a surprise, it's got to be the Marlins. It's
0: the Marlins. It's got to. It's got to be the Marlins because the Braves
1: and the Phillies would make sense.
0: The Braves have been bad. Like, they've, dude, the, they've, been, they've, been they've really picked bad. it up a little bit this weekend, or this, this past few games. They've been playing Milwaukee, and they fucking hammered Corbin Burns today. But Philadelphia. Yeah, they lost, though. Not great. They lost? The, they lost? They lost
1: today, you
0: know that? Yeah. Jesus, dude. The Brewers won. Oh, they did. A walk-off. and Hira. Yeah, I saw that. and Hira, walk-off homer. So, nobody in the East is better than two games under five hundred except for the Mets, 24 and 14. 24 and 14 for Milwaukee in the Central. They're leading that division. 24 and 12 for the Dodgers in the NL West. Padres, 23 and 13. Giants, 22 and 15. As we typically predicted, Jared, as as I would like to predict, things are starting to level themselves out. In the NL West, Dodgers are staying in first. Giants will probably creep up to second. Rockies will be in fourth. D backs will start to drop down. D backs were hot. All of a sudden, they're four and six in their last 10. And there goes the little magic that the D backs had early on. Before, again, we get into the baseballs, Jared, looking through those divisions and the standings and everything else that's going on, when do we start to hit panic mode for teams like the Braves at 17 and 21? for teams like the Seattle Mariners at 16 and 21 teams like the White Sox at 18 and 18 teams like Boston 14 and 22. What, what number of games and what, what record wise do you have to be at? Like how many games under 500 after a certain number of games, do you start to just panic? Because if I'm the Red Sox, and I think it's like 60 games. I think that right now you're at 36, 37. You got another like three weeks, four weeks to pick it up. And if you don't, the season's over. The Boston Red Sox have a 389 winning percentage in three weeks from now. It's over. There's n- You can't climb out of that hole. So I know it depends on each team, right? The White Sox are a 500 team. Of course, you could... Rattle off four wins in a row and you're four games over five hundred. But when do you start to panic, Jared? What's your what's your indicator? What's your deadline? What's your date? June I 30th, June 15th. I'm th- not,
1: dude, I'm not really panicking. I'm not really panicking until after the Austin. All- okay, if I'm if I'm like not more than 15, 20 games below 500 even if I'm 15 games below 500 and another team in the division's 10 games above. I'm not like panicking panicking until halfway. So
2: because the all-star rattle, break.
1: the thing to think yeah, about all-star break cuz you got you have to think you can rattle off like we saw the White Sox lose fucking 10 in a row or was the, did they lose 10 in a row or was it 8 in a row?
0: White Sox lost I think 10 in a row
1: earlier this season, right? So it's like yeah, yeah, that's that's awful, but it's like turn right around and turn right around and um uh, and rattle off, you know, a 10 game win streak and like see see where that moves you up in your division. Oh, 100%. So, I don't know. I think I think about halfway halfway through uh the season if if I'm like more than 15 games below or if I'm more than 20 games back, I'm I'm absolutely panicking at that point. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't like if if I'm not to like at least seventy five, eighty games. Like it's a lot of baseball have to be played. So
0: I yeah I that's,
1: think that's that's where I said
0: I agree. I think it depends on how many games under you are, and it depends on the
2: how division.
0: many games and the division. Yes, because for Boston it's like okay we can just float. Okay, here's here's a good example: the White Sox eighteen and eighteen. I have no. I have all the confidence in the world that that team will make the playoffs. I do because look at the vision. The twins are a solid team. Cleveland's not good. Kansas city's not good. Detroit's not good. Every time they play those teams, which they play all of those teams a lot, it should rattle off more wins than losses, which will put them in a good spot. Minnesota might be a tough series, but at the end of the day, yeah, the white Sox should make it. So let's go through Jared. Let me buzz you real quick. And, and let me ask you if these teams make the playoffs. Okay, expanded playoffs, 6 teams are making it from each league. So let me buzz you and I'll buzz I'll buzz as well what I think. Do these teams make the playoffs? Rapid fire,
2: yes or no. Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. Yes, they do. Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. Wait, can't,
1: I, wait. Well, how many? How many can? How many can get in from a specific division? Can it like? Five. You have
0: five. Literally, if you want. No, no, be, no. Three, be, three, could three, three, could three, 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 three,
1: three, three, three. you could have two. Two like wild two card. Wild cards.
0: Yep. Two wild cards and one. Yeah.
2: Oh. Um. Fuck. Oh, that's it's such a crazy good division. Um. Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah.
1: Rays. Rays make it.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't have the Rays making it. I don't, because I'm optimistic about some other teams in the league itself.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Let me buzz here. Chicago White Sox, eighteen and eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, they make it. I agree. That division. I agree. Angels.
0: No. No. See, I that's my that's my six seed, that's my six seed. I have the Angels get in at six. You know, you you know, you know, I have a little bit of recency bias here. That after their
1: absolute fucking collapses the last two days, <laughs> the Angels yeah. are back to being the
0: Angels again. Uh, they they, they yeah.
1: were up 4-3 four, th- four, last night against the Texas. Right, I
0: saw.
2: I saw. They were up four. They were up four three. They lost the game ten four. I saw Jared. I just I like them. Let me hold on. Let me see here. What about Seattle Mariners 16 and 21? No, they're
1: not
0: going to make it. Correct. Mariners will not make it. In the National League, Jared, Atlanta Braves 17 and 21. Did the Atlanta Braves make the postseason?
1: I'd like to think that that team is going to make a run at some point. Yes, so I'm taking the yes opposite the Braves are. Okay, defending World Series champs, they really didn't lose too many big pieces.
2: Yep, it should okay. be.
1: They should be just as good. Yes, actually, they didn't have Ronald. They have Ronald Cunha back. They should. Yeah, be he's right he's now. been hurt. Can he just he, d- yeah, he just got back.
0: He's just got back. They also like they got Matt Olson, who in some statistical areas is just as good as Freddie Freeman, and. Yeah, they added Kenley, and also they added. They didn't even have Marcelo Zuna for four months last year, and he's just back. So, yeah, they should. I think the Braves make the. Uh, I think the Braves makes the playoffs as well as the five or six seed.
2: St. Louis Cardinals, do they make the playoffs? Yes, they do. Okay. They're going to be a wild card team though, because the Brewers are going to win that division. Yes, that's accurate. That is accurate. Uh, San Francisco Giants. Do they make the postseason? We got so, three teams in already,
0: right? So before so we, we, we got, before we, we you you
2: have five teams through, already. You
0: have three. five essentially. What? You have five. If you're putting that's the Cardinals time. in, hello, can you
2: hear me? If you have the Cardinals in. Yeah, I don't, if you have the Cardinals the in already, the Brewers are in as the
0: division champs. The Mets are in. That's three. Mets are, the Mets are going to be in. And you have the, the Braves. Absolutely- you have the Braves, too. You just said the Braves are going to make Braves. a run and make it. Yeah. Plus the Dodgers, Dodgers that's five. So you have five teams, and you have one more to make it out of the National League. And that's between, basically, I think, the Giants and the Padres. And you don't have to make me feel better about my feelings. Seriously. But... Question is,
1: I I don't know. Do the Giants make the playoffs? Yes or no? I know it's no. I don't think so. (laughs) No. I don't like, dude. They they just don't have fuck. They don't have any juice, really.
0: Yeah, I I agree.
1: Like they don't, dude. Like just go look at their fucking
0: lineup. Okay, but last year, dude. Last year though, I know. Besides Buster, it was
1: basically the same lineup. Besides (laughs) Buster Buster Posey, Posey,
0: yeah, with Buster Buster Posey, Chris Bryant in the second half, but they were just as hot before that. They. I don't know. I think think it's literally between the Padres and the Giants. I think it's flip a coin. Except you have to take into consideration that the San Diego Padres fucking choke. They choke, Jared. They consistently choke. They consistently underperform. And I'm not just saying that as a biased Padres fan with a negative perception on the team. It's a fact. It's a fact from the onset. 2015, they traded for all the dudes in the fucking league. Kemp, Justin Upton, signed James Shields, fucking all-star Derek Norris, catcher, all these dudes, and they sucked. And they sucked the year after that, and they sucked for five more years. Then they call up Tatis and Machado and Hosmer. They don't even finish above 500. Then they go into 2020, which doesn't count for anything. Last year... They finished five games under 500, Jared. With you, Darvish, Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, like the Padres are going to choke. So the Giants will get in, the Dodgers will win the division, and I agree with you. So,
2: so to fi- so to finish it off, you have the Giants not getting in and the Padres do get in. Is that what you're saying? Or you could have another team. You could have like the Phillies
0: get in too. I don't know.
1: I I was gonna I was gonna s was gonna say, dude, I Phillies are another team where they're so fucking stacked. It's hard not to it's hard for me not to fucking window shop with them a little bit and be like, Well, geez, man, that team is team has it going on a little bit.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's just like in it's like Harper's playing tremendous right now. He is. So it's like when at what point But he's that, hurt, that, but he's that, like that, kinda
0: hurt now too. He's got the what, L U C L.
1: At what point does that uh do those lineups start to
0: click on all cylinders?
1: Click, and then and their pitching staff too, because their pitching staff's been wildly underperforming. Zach exactly. Miller has been not as advertised.
0: Correct. Yeah, interesting. Interesting move. I was just curious about those panic buttons, though, because I think it it, it kind of answers your question, though. I think Boston doesn't make it. I think you said the angels don't make it, which is fine. I mean it's your opinion. It's wrong, but it's your opinion, you know. I mean it yeah, is the, what a, the,
1: the last two the last two nights. Last two nights they've just proved to me. They yeah. just don't really want it. That's fine. They just they just are in LA, you know, they're just like gonna be L.A. <laughs> the, they're always gonna be the doctor's little sister.
0: That is
2: true, but but nevertheless, One thing that's not helping
0: these teams, Jared, is the dog shit, piece of shit, motherfucking, excuse my language, baseballs that these players have to deal with this year for the love of God. My fucking God. Back on May 14th, Jared, four days ago, the Miami Marlins were playing... The Miami Marlins were playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Jorge Soler and Avisio Garcia in the first inning both hit a ball, Jared.
2: This is, un- this is unbelievable. This is literally unbelievable. Jorge Soler, with one out in the first, hit a ball a
0: mile off of Madison Baumgarner to left field. 407 feet, crushed it, home run. Mad Bum gets an out, two outs, one to nothing Marlins. Avisayo Garcia comes up, smokes a ball to left field, and it goes 362, hits off the yellow line, and comes back into the field of play for a double. 470, excuse me, 407 feet for Jorge Soler, 362 feet for Avisayo Garcia. Exact same launch angle and exact same exit velocity explain it to me here's my only thought 45 feet is the, jared indifference 45 uh, feet I, kn- I know but here's my only thought is like and before before well, hold up i know what you're going to say too and it's true one ball was backspun and one ball had a bit of topspin yeah, on it which yeah. which which i understand but 45 feet worth of backspin and topspin i know, but like
1: but, but but here's the thing to think about too like 45 feet sounds like a lot but in reality it's three-fourths the way to the pitching mound imagine a batter just fucking shunting one off the hands it could go it could get all the way it could go three-fourths the way to the pitcher's mound you know what i mean and one hop to the pitcher and he throws it to first so it's like like 45 feet sounds like a lot but it's really not that far you know what i mean like the pitcher, like the pitchers releasing the ball, the, the mound's 60 feet, six inches, the pitchers, can, some of these pitchers have, are releasing the ball seven feet out front, you know, after their stride. And it's like, that's 50, 53 feet. So it's like, it's not, it's like almost, it's not even quite getting back to the pitcher. So it's like really not that far. It just seems. No, get I a get lot it. But,
0: but that's the difference between a, a moonshot Homer and a wall scraper or an out in some cases, yeah, I yeah, think that, that's because that's somebody, yeah. somebody responded to it and said that. I don't know what these like, I don't know what these fucking axis numbers mean, but Jorge Soler's batted ball, uh, his ball was on an 11 to 12 axis. I don't know what that means. It must mean like 11 to 12 ish. Garcia's ball yeah. was on a 10 to 12, I don't know. and Jorge Soler's had 2,000 RPMs, and Garcia's ball had 2,800 RPMs. So clearly, Aviseel Garcia's ball had more topspin. Uh, so I get it, I get it. But is that enough topspin to knock a ball down 45 feet? That's tough to tell. I will also say, yeah, I will. I will also say this isn't. This isn't a. It's not a one-time thing. This has happened throughout the year. People have shown on Twitter a guy will hit a ball at Peco Park and it's a 107 off the bat with a 23-degree launch angle and it goes 420 feet. And the same exact ball will be hit by Gleyber Torres, 109, whatever, and it doesn't go as far. But that's the one thing I do think you have to consider and a lot of people have to consider about these baseballs. Spin affects the baseball a lot more than people think. A lot more than people think. So, I'm not sure. I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it was really interesting that they both uh they both hit the ball at 109.6 with a 24 la- 24 degree launch angle. Both of them had an expected batting average of 990 and they both got hits. So, I guess it's you know, it's not the end of the world. Um anyways, the balls are fucked. Baseballs rigged. Vegas is in on it, and it's all a bunch of bullshit. So that's at least—I mean, we can all at least agree on that. That's a—that's a fair. Yeah,
1: a f- I mean, everyone's got their own opinions, but Vegas is out to fuck us all.
0: So. Yeah, makes sense. Whatever you think, just pro-
1: just do the opposite.
0: Uh. On the topic of getting fucked, Jared. The what Reds. On Rose
2: video? Oh.
0: Oh. <good>. The Reds lost a game. With that, The Reds lost a baseball game,
2: Jared, and they didn't give up a base hit. So obviously, my first question, which is an obvious
0: answer, but when you say, like, how does that happen? Of course, you know how. A couple walks, hit by pitch, fielder's choice. Okay, yeah, no hits. But in a, in a more literal, in a more figurative sense how the fuck does that happen if you don't give up a hit and you lose the baseball game that is two losses on your record i don't care what anybody says 100 percent unequivocally two losses on your record you should get penalized for that because a number one if you get the two losses and you just lost a game without giving up a hit more than likely you're a really bad team and those two losses aren't going to affect you anyways second of all if it does And you are a decent team that's competing for a playoff spot and you lose a game without giving up a hit. You should get two losses because then at the end of the year, if you're tied with another team for the last playoff spot, but you have one more loss than they do, that other team gets to go through. Why? Because they didn't give up a fucking—they didn't—they didn't didn't throw a no-hitter and lose the baseball game. I know it's baseball and weird shit happens, Jared, but that is mm, unacceptable <laughs> it can't happen dude
1: i just yeah it doesn't it actually it's almost it's it's hard to even fathom how that even ha- that would happen uh and you know who i really feel bad about for is
2: 100 green oh horrible poor guy Guy, poor guys out there just absolutely fucking grinding has a,
1: one of his best perform- actually it is his best performance in his MLB career so far he just doesn't even get a dub out of it
0: not only does he get a dub i think he uh i don't think he got the loss he was a bit erratic and like five rocks. He, he
1: he he might have got the loss actually
0: no, I don't think he did he got pulled in the seven uh you know what why don't we check <laughs> <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. Reds schedule. They lost to, what was it, Pittsburgh, right? They lost one to zero. Uh, One to zero.
2: Just just absolutely heartbreaking.
0: Let's check the box score here. Losing pitcher, Hunter Green.
2: (laughs) That's fucking so brutal. That's so brutal. (laughs) Seven
0: and... And a third innings, Jared. Zero hits, one earned run, five walks, nine punch outs. And that is a fucking L. Loser. Loser. You lose, Hunter. You're the losing pitcher. I know you didn't give up a hit in seven and a third, but you are a fucking loser. Oh, what a fucking loser. God. God. Seriously, what a fucking loser. Uh,
2: You just be better next time. Yeah, just pitch better. Yeah. Un- unacceptable. Can't happen. And the last topic I wanted to
0: talk about, Jared, and I don't know if you saw this yesterday in the Dodgers game. The Dodgers were up by a couple runs in the last inning. It's happened a number of times with Kenley Jansen, who is just not one of my favorite guys. I hate him. I just, I don't know why I hate him because he's never done anything to me personally. I just hate the way he pitches, the fact that he gets away with throwing shit down the middle. He's a good
2: pitcher, but whatever. Yesterday's Dodgers game, Jared, featured uh,
0: a runner on second base. I think it was the Diamondbacks. And... The Dodgers were up by like three, three runs. Now, you know what? Now I have to fucking, now I have to look at
2: it because let's see. Craig Kimbrell Bach.
0: Bach. Okay. So here's the situation. Dodgers are up by two runs. It's the top of the ninth, two outs, runner on second base for the Diamondbacks. And Craig Kimbrel gets on the rubber. Jared looks in for the sign and lifts his hand up in the air and drops the baseball on purpose. It's an intentional balk. And you would say the casual fan that doesn't, you know, watch baseball or wouldn't understand would be like, "Why the fuck would he do that? Why would he? Why would he want the runner to move up?" It's because he's on second base. They weren't using the pitch comms, so he's flashing signs. It makes it fifteen times easier for a catcher to just put down the number one. Instead of with the runner on second, three, one, three, two, three, wiggle one, three, two. And Campbell in his head has to go, okay, well, there's two outs. There's runner on second. Yeah. We're up by two, so that would mean it's the third side. He's fucking crunching numbers in his head instead of just number one. Give oh, me the heater. So he intentionally yeah. boxed the runner over to third base. Now I know it's legal and it's part of the game. The question is, should it be legal? Should you be allowed to intentionally block a runner over to give yourself essentially an advantage. It's argue, you know, it's argue it's hard to argue that it is an advantage cuz he's moving closer to scoring.
2: But should you be allowed to intentionally pitch. balk? Well then, I mean, yeah. I mean, why not? It's just
1: it's just part of the strategy. I mean, you're allowed to intentionally walk guys. Okay. I
2: mean, you
1: don't even have to fucking you don't even have to throw the pitches anymore. But it's okay, like, I let me
0: know. say it just seems like should should you be allowed to intentionally balk with a runner on second base in the ninth inning? <laughs> like, it just if I was a yeah. ba- I mean, or, it's, okay. It's, here's here's a, here's a better question. Here's a better question. Should you be allowed to refuse
2: the intentional balk if you're the offensive team? Uh, no. It's just
1: a, it's a balk. I mean, if if that's the case, then fucking get on the get on the mound and don't drop the ball and just flinch and fucking he's going to be like, Oh yeah. He's yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 you're just going to, you're just going to make it more of a pain in the ass that way. I think so. I they, think it'd make it interesting. It, I, just, I just,
0: I just want to make it more interesting basically, and you're putting, refuse a lot it. Of, you're
1: putting a lot of faith. You're putting a lot of faith in your pitcher to be like, all right, he's not giving, give up a hit here because like, think about how many times you've seen guys thrown out at the home plate, you know?
0: But but here's yeah, to, I agree. To, but
1: to, to save a game or
0: yeah, but here's my yeah, here's my thing is it's like why would you want the runner to move up?
2: First of all, just use pitch comms. Use pitch comms. That's what it's designed for. I know some guys don't love
0: it. And if you're not gonna use pitch comms, just go through an intricate set of signs. I would rather, as a closer, as a pitcher in that situation, be able to give up a base hit like a missile base hit and the guy doesn't score and it looks better in my era whereas if like not just my era for everything so a run doesn't score whereas if you box him to third think about this jared box him to third next guy comes up and rips a double or the next pitch he rips a double now what are you gonna do it's a one run game runners on second base two outs now you're gonna box him over to third I get it's part of the strategy. They were up by two runs at that point. So the only guy they cared about was the guy at home plate. I get it. But I don't know if it should be allowed, to be honest with you, because it's kind of – it's like – what's what's like a comparison? A good comparison, Jared, is the rule in football where if you have possession of the ball as an offense when time expires and there's an offensive penalty – then the game is over. And you've seen it happen a handful of times where the team with the ball is up by, is winning the football game, and they have to punt. And there's like 15 seconds left on the clock. And I saw it happen a couple times with the, once it was like the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens punter takes the snap, and every single lineman blocking for the punt is literally tackling the defensive players. Tackling them, holding them, grabbing their face masks, fucking throwing them down. Flags are like literally flying from every direction. There's like 15 holding calls on the play. In the meantime, the punter is just running around in the backfield, just running around, running around, running around. 15 seconds goes by and he just runs out of bounds or he runs out of the back of the end zone. And the clock is at zero and you're like, well, that can't be because... There's all these flags. Technically, since they're all offensive penalties, there's no untimed down, and the game's over, and you win the game. I think it's a similar type thing where you're kind of using the rules in your favor. I just think it'd be interesting if they were like, you know what? You're allowed to intentionally balk, but the offense has the option to accept or decline the intentional balk. Because then that way, you're like, you know what? No, fuck you. I don't want the extra 90 feet. I want you to throw down 15 fucking signs. And throw a wild pitch, and then I'll get the third. Or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's part yeah. of it that it's smart but in initially, the, in that, but
1: in this, yeah, I guess in the same token, it's like, well, then fucking learn how to do pitch comms. It's like
0: that's what I'm saying. You learn how to do pitch comms, or just do the signs. Like, is it like really that a hard?
1: You're a, you're a professional pitcher,
0: right? I mean, and, and also what's the
1: worst that I guess the worst that happens is you cross your guy up and you fucking throw it past him. Well, also,
0: again, Jared, it's also like here. how how hard is it to? to you could either veer off of the finger signs or in all honesty do four signs and just decide it's the first sign every time and just go one three three two and then fastball and like it's so hard to see it's far away it's not and then maybe if you want jared mixing some fucking taps on your helmet chest arm chest helmet no you know what i mean like Come on, guys. Do we really need to balk him over? I get it. I just maybe that's just me, but I kind of feel like it's just like an LA thing. Like it's a Dodgers thing. You know what I mean? Like maybe because it's only them that I've seen that does it, but it's like the Dodgers like, we don't want to deal with it. Like, uh, we don't want the runner on second. Whereas I feel like everybody else would just pitch with it or figure it out. The Dodgers are like, we're too good to deal with the runner on second. We just want to put one sign down. Like, Kenley Jansen's just fat, fucking lazy ass. It's like, I just want one sign because I'm lazy and I'm fucking fat. And either way, it's going to be a cutter right down the middle, so... And no one's going to hit it. It's so fuck. I hate that guy. Anyways, Kimbrel, I don't hate as much. I hate that he's on the Dodgers now, but I was just... I thought that was interesting. I always think that kind of, like, weird, quirky shit is interesting or, or like, when a guy, like, hits the catcher's glove on catcher's interference, but he, like rips a double like you can pick the double you know or you can you can run the play out and get thrown out at second base and then be like no 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 i want the catcher's interference and go back to first like that kind of shit's always weird to me because it's like wait what
2: what happened but that's baseball yeah that's part yeah. of the
1: game. yeah i guess it's like, i mean there's this shit like that and like there's you could probably find examples if you like look at every sport of just dumb shit.
2: Yeah. Well. Oh. But I, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's like a new thing. It's just like somebody thinking outside the box, I guess. It is kind of annoying, though. As any that the Dodgers do is kind of fucking annoying.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fuck the Dodgers. Like, I just, anything they do is like cheating or it's not fair. It's Mickey Mouse, so whatever. Uh, I mean, they still think that that World Series ring... <laughs> Was real, which is a joke, so
1: it's 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 just simply not
0: never simply has, not been. Real world never has yeah. been never will be uh we got a couple guys in our chat here Jared uh Marvin said hi and certified <laughs> certified underscore chubby says hey everyone so wanted to say what's up to those Let's guys go. while they're in the YouTube chat we didn't it's not a regular occurrence, but you know we've had, we've had a lot more people join the uh YouTube community as of recently so Wanted to say what's up to everybody if they're still in here. Check out the podcast for those of you in YouTube on Spotify. For those of you listening to it now on Spotify, thank you for listening. It's been an excellent episode. Episode 14 of the Between the Stitches podcast, part of the Phenomenal Fan Media Group. We have invested recently in some intros and outros professionally made for our podcasts. So we will have those for you guys. Hopefully you enjoy those. For all of our shows, follow us on social media at PhenomFan everywhere you find us. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already and you're listening somewhere else. Lay off the high cheese. And as always, Jared, it's been an absolute pleasure. We will catch them later on at some point. Hopefully, we both survive uh, this weekend with the festivities we're going to be getting ourselves into. By the way, this is, and that's not a uh, like, Oh, we drink. Like, no, it's supposed to snow in Denver this weekend where we are. It's Is this supposed snow to snow on Saturday. It's supposed to snow on Friday two days from now. And it's supposed to be a high of like 39 degrees on Saturday. A high of 39 degrees. Are you
1: shitting Yeah, I, I looked at the forecast not that long ago and it was like, I saw it was supposed to. Be
0: it's it's going to be May 21st, Jared. And it's supposed to snow the fuck out of here get 30, the f-
1: 39 on set sa- on saturday well that means fuck it's time to cowboy up it <laughs> means you don't that mean, that means you can wear a, it means you can wear a nice fucking flannel and, and, and oh yeah like not no i'm not s- just sweats, just dripping i'm your fine walls. i'm not
0: worried about it jared and i will be at the uh luke combs concert at em- empower is that what it is Empower field oh, empire field dude, it's,
1: it's- it's a, it's just mile high.
0: Mile high, this, the home of the Denver Broncos, football stadium, is where we're going to see the show. It's supposed to fucking snow in Denver, which it's is just snow on
1: Saturday. Or shit chance. Or shit. Not, it, but no, don't worry though, because tomorrow is supposed to be eighty-eight. Eight, so dude, like, literally a bigger. high
0: of eighty-eight on Thursday, and then a high of thirty-nine on Saturday. How is that possible? I don't know. Of course, this is of me course on the weekend too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever. What. Whatever. Either way, we appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, check us out. Subscribe, follow Patreon, exclusive content. We just put a rankings video up there, so go check it out. And otherwise, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you guys on episode 15. Thanks for listening to Between the Stitches. Follow Phenomenal Fan Media on social media for more.
2: And subscribe on Patreon for exclusive content.